Hi, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. This is episode six, and we are so glad you're here. My name is Laura Forehand, and I am a advanced platinum certified Whole Brain Teaching instructor, and I am here with my great friend, Rhonda. So Rhonda, will you introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, everyone. I'm Rhonda Arlt. I'm a second grade teacher in Kansas, and like Laura, I'm an advanced platinum certified instructor. And we are so excited to have a very special guest on the podcast today, Executive Board Member Andrea Schindler, a.k.a. Little Rocket. Andrea, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what led you to Whole Brain Teaching? I sure will. Thanks for having me here, ladies. Um, So I found Whole Brain Teaching. This is my 19th year of teaching and my 19th year of Whole Brain Teaching. And I was blessed to find it my very first year. Um, I had some several days of teacher trainings and Coach B came in on the very last day of that week. And I got to tell you, it was a pretty hectic week. We had a, a new curriculum that was being implemented and four days of training revolving around that curriculum. And it was um, a pretty intense um, training. We had some pretty upset teachers, and there was a lot of um, animosity and conflict. And uh, it was was pretty overwhelming as a new teacher to find myself sitting through these trainings and, and hearing just... Um, the amount of conflict and frustration in these teachers who had been, you know, teaching for quite a long time and um, not really knowing how I was going to navigate utilizing these new resources that were being mandated for us to use, hearing all of the, um, hearing all the frustration that they were expressing and also hearing everything I'd learned in my teach teaching credentialing being thrown out the window. And so um, it definitely shook me up. And on day five, Coach B came in, he taught a half day training. And I was absolutely blown away that same group of teachers that was at odds with each other, that was um, arguing with the presenters, was they, that entire group um, was so frustrated yet Coach B came in and they were all engaged. And I thought, okay, if you can get a group of angry teachers engaged, it just might work with students. And so that was 19 years ago. Coach B um, took me under his wing. He mentored me as a first year teacher and I've been with him ever since. And so thankful for his friendship and encouragement and coaching over all these years. So that's amazing. Story. Yeah, that is such a great story. Um, today we wanted to have you on because we have talked about the entire whole brain teaching cycle and we wanted to kind of back up back to step one, that attention getter. And you had done a video that's on the whole brain teaching website about microstepping. So first, and how to microstep the attention getter. But first, can you explain to us what microstepping is and why it's so effective. Sure. Um, So I, a little backstory, when I first started with Whole Brain and then power teaching, those first years of teaching, I taught third grade for three years and uh, really loved all of my Whole Brain strategies and um, found that that it was, they 
worked very well with my students. And I was approached by my administrator at the time who wanted me to move down to kindergarten to start utilizing the strategies in kindergarten. And during that point, we had a, um, we didn't have a big younger group of, um, in other words, the, the younger students, the teachers were not using it. So your pre-K, TK, uh, kindergarten teachers were just not feeling like these strategies would be effective with the younger, the little ones. And so my principal believed in it so much. She said, can you please take this down to kindergarten? I think it can work. And of course, I knew it. I knew it could work. I knew it could work with any age, any grade level. And I was super excited to go to kindergarten. But um, I'll tell you, kindergartners had a thing or two to teach me. Um, I thought I could roll out with everything the first day and they taught me a thing or two. I had a lot of rookie mistakes that first year of kinder. What I learned is that with kindergarten and certainly pre-K TK, you got to go slow to go fast and I needed to dial things back. And so that was where micro stepping um, was basically um, birthed where it came to life because out of the necessity to break things down into smaller pieces, into micro steps, um, I, uh, I realized that there's a lot of steps, even just the class. Yes. You know, taking for granted, I say class, you say yes. And your response is to stop, look at me, and fold your hands. Well, older kids might be able to handle all of that at once, but our, our little ones, those are actually more than one step to achieve our attention getter. So mm -hmm. micro-stepping is basically breaking down the strategies into smaller steps and practicing those smaller steps then adding on top of each step, the next step, so that you can refine your strategies and make them even better. So that your um, engagement strategies are fine-tuned, they're refined, they're sharper, they're crisper, and you get that full engagement, which is what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when we're talking about this attention getter, what does the micro-stepping look like for that? So for our for the attention getter, our class, yes, uh, we break that class, yes, into three steps. The first one is when the teacher says class and you say yes, you're going to stop what you're doing. And then the next step is you're going to look at the teacher. And the last step is you're going to fold your hands. And so we have these micro steps so that the kids can get used to functioning all three. Ultimately, when I say class, they say yes, they stop, look at their teacher and fold their hands. But we're going to break that down into those three steps and practice those three steps so that they can get really efficient and quick at each step before you put all three together. Okay. Hey. Yeah. So we know that you talked about how you used to teach kindergarten and I can really see how that would benefit those littles to go slow like you said going slow to go fast i love i love that andreaism if you will i love you say that um and i'm going to kind of change up this question a little bit but now what grade are you teaching now second grade i'm teaching second grade now yes okay so do you find that micro stepping is still beneficial even for say second grade on up um, I definitely have taken that strategy to second grade with me. I find that it actually
actually makes the um, the strategies that we microstep, it makes them that much more efficient, that much more crisper. When we practice those micro steps, we make a game out of it. Now, for kindergarten, I it was a tool of survival. I had to have that tool. Uh, there was no other way. We had to break it down for the kinders so that they would get um, really efficient and really good at it. So they could put all three together and um, do it with efficiency, with speed, um, and just with full engagement. But I noticed when I went back to second grade, I taught second grade for a year in between years of kindergarten. And I found bringing it back to second grade with me, I didn't need to do the micro step, step practice as long as I needed to do when I was um, doing it with the kinders. But I did notice that by utilizing that strategy and using my scoreboard to ping pong them on the scoreboard while we were micro step practicing, really helped them to um, pick up being pick up all the steps, but also being fully engaged with their class, yes, instead of half-hearted about it. And I, I don't know if you ladies experienced that, but when we, it seems like when we first roll out these strategies, uh, we want to get these kiddos to use the strategies, but some you know, are a little bit more reluctant than others, and some are half-hearted, and some are all in. And so I find breaking it down makes it to where there is full engagement much more quickly than when I wasn't doing the micro-step practice. I feel like I can get those half-hearted students to jump on board to full engagement that much faster when we practice the micro-steps. Well, what are some other ways that you use the strategy of micro-stepping? Um, I use the micro step practice. We use it with our mirror words. We use it with our teach okay. Um, I know, I believe those are the two main ways that we use it in addition to our attention getter off the top of my head that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and as we're recording this episode, um, many teachers are teaching virtually. So have you used this strategy even in your virtual class? And you started off virtually this year, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I've got to tell you, um, yes, yes, and yes. The Microsoft practice has helped me so much with distance learning. Distance learning has its own set of um, just obstacles. I mean, it's it's a lot more difficult in this context, certainly because we've got kiddos in their own homes. Uh, there's not as much buy-in at first. And so I found that I really had been using that microstep practice those first couple weeks to help make a game out of it and to get them into it. I, I, um, I think the biggest thing that is my big takeaway from coach is gamifying everything, making it fun. What I love about the scoreboard is even when they're getting a mighty groan, they're still smiling and having fun. As long as you're not using it as a punitive tool, as long as you're using it to define what the right way and the wrong way is and making a game out of it. And so um, I, I found that using those micro steps to help them with that attention getter at home, that's going to be a big deal because their eyes 
are all over the place. They're super distracted. And turning and looking at your teacher is a, it's always a big deal. But now with so many things distracting them in their environment, this has become even more of a big deal. They have to tune everything else out that's in their environment. And so really breaking down each one of those steps really helped them to focus and to be able to tune out all of the distractions in their environment. Really good point. Yes. Andrea, we are so thankful that you took time out of your day to be on our podcast and share your knowledge of microstepping this attention getter. If our listeners want to learn more about this um, with Whole Brain Teaching, where can they hear more from you? Um, well, I am doing Periscopes on Tuesdays, but our topic, it, it changes every week. So there are videos, though, from the Periscopes that have been uploaded. Um, some are on our website, some are on YouTube, and we have MicroStep practice videos that they can take a look at where I break it down and I explain how I teach it. Um, but also, if anyone was to want to get a hold of me, if they have questions, you can always email me at Andrea Schindler at WholeBrainTeaching.com. And those periscopes have been amazing. So I'm, I'm second that. And I know Rhonda's on there a lot too. Thank you, ladies. This is, this has been an adventure this year, like no other. And I, you know, it, it wasn't something that I was jumping to do. I'm going to be honest at the end of a, of a long day on the computer, the last thing you want to do is go on again. But I felt like, you know, this is uncharted territory for all of us. We're all experiencing, no matter whether if you're back in the classroom or not, the classroom does not look like it has ever looked in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if there was, you know, if you could learn from me stumbling through it and trying things out and trying things that, you know, didn't work and, coming up with another idea of what could work, that through this process we could learn together and maybe that could help someone out there who was starting out their year, whether they're doing it virtually or hybrid or um, in the classroom with all of the new COVID regulations um, and guidelines. I just really felt on my heart that, you know, we can learn best when we're learning together. And I, that's what I appreciate so much about this whole brain teaching community. Mm -hmm. It's a positive community. It's a learning community. It's a community that evolves and learns and just gets better together and um, can't, can't ask for a better leader. Coach B is always encouraging, supporting, uplifting, and really leading the way for all of us. So I appreciate that so much. Well, and I appreciate you ladies for asking me to be here today to share as well. You've been an inspiration too. And I feel like you've helped a lot of teachers with that virtual teaching. And we thank you too for yeah. all that you're doing because I know it's hard after a long day. Yeah. And your, your authenticity really comes through on those per periscopes. And I think if nothing else, that just gives so many teachers hope. Thank you very much, both of you. That encourages me. <laughs> Absolutely. So remember to check out wholebrainteaching.com and watch those videos that Andrea was talking about. Um, go back and watch the video that Andrea does on microstepping with that um, attention getter. And be sure to follow all of our Facebook pages and our Instagram pages to get more 
of the great tips. And like Andrea was saying, we have so many people on there that are always willing to help um, with any questions that you might have, whether you're teaching virtually or in the classroom. And we are so very thankful that you all joined us today. And we are definitely thankful for you, Andrea, for sharing all of your wisdom with us today. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> Please consider sharing this podcast with your friends, whether they are new to whole brain teaching or they are a veteran whole brain teacher. As we close out today, in the words of Coach B, rising tides raise all the boats. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.